Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, April 18, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? The first thing we'll notice is we have a red candle. Let's not get fooled by a red candle. It wasn't a down day. It was basically a flat day. The market finished roughly where it finished yesterday, equaling a flat day. So there's really nothing going on. The market tried to break out today over the high made the other day. They couldn't do it. They failed. They finished above yesterday's close. In the large scheme of things, the big picture is They're still in an uptrend. The trend is your friend until it's not. They have a set of highs over here or a high over here. That's going to be tough to get through. They may have to gap over that high at some point if they're going to get over it. The high I'm talking about is 418.31. There's a target around 420 or higher. That comes from the inverse head and shoulders pattern that some moron in the video wanted me to take the line off the chart. That was last night. I'll leave the line on the chart so we can continue to remind ourselves what the market is doing until it's not doing it anymore. This is your head. There's your left shoulder. Here's your right shoulder. The target is significantly higher than we are now. We don't know they will get to the target, but as long as they continue to climb, as long as they remain bullish, the target is the target. Nothing is different on the weekly chart from what we discussed yesterday or last week. But there are some things that are different on a variety of intraday charts. So I thought we'd take this opportunity to use them as a lesson. Your 240-minute chart looks very similar to the daily chart. There's nothing new we can derive really from this information. But the 120 chart looks slightly different. Now, everything's in an uptrend. And you can get fooled by the fact that there's a red candle. We could call it a reversal candle. We're not going to call it a reversal candle. Why? Because everything's in an uptrend and it just happens to be a down candle in the midst of an uptrend above all the moving averages. However, however, this can be something more. It can morph into something more. And remember, everything morphs from a smaller time frame onto larger time frames. Point being, this is a bearish, flaggish, wedgish kind of thing in the making. The last three after this big down candle, the last three 120-minute candles, can the market fall into the 20-period moving average or go lower? And the answer is, sure it can. Why not? Doesn't change the uptrend, doesn't change the big picture, won't change the daily chart. We're looking at it from an intraday perspective. It could be a Wednesday shakeout operation routine. Remember, weird stuff happens during options expiration week. 90-minute chart. I don't show this one a lot, but I look at this one from time to time. It's roughly the same routine, but you can make a case. There's a micro bullish flaggish pattern inside of the larger bearish flaggish wedgish kind of pattern. So therefore, you're not necessarily sure which way it's going to go. Why not run a test of the high? Maybe they get above the high. Or maybe it's the 120 chart and they just come down to 412, which was that 20-period moving average. We don't know. I just want to bring this to the forefront as we look around the horn. It's all about reading the tape 
and figuring out which chart is actually the prevailing chart at the time. Hourly chart looks very similar to the 120 and you would expect it to, just a little more stretched out. Again, bearish pattern from this down candle riding the 20 period moving average doesn't mean they can't or won't test the high tomorrow, but if this is going to play out, we'll likely go a little bit lower down to 412, give or take. Write that down, put it on a sticky note. But I want you to notice for now, price is above all the moving averages, down to a 30-minute chart. Price is above all the moving averages. 20-minute chart. Price is above all the moving averages. Is there anything wrong with the chart when price is above all the moving averages? How about a 15-minute chart? Above all the moving averages. 10-minute chart. Above all the moving averages. You see the point? They're above all the moving averages. That's the point. Always keep the big picture in mind. You get skewed from an intraday perspective if you're an intraday trader by those one-minute charts, three-minute charts, five-minute charts. They can skew your thinking based on what the big picture is. You always have to keep that in the forefront of your mind. Remember before I said 412, give or take, keep that on a sticky note. Well, where does that come from? Well, isn't this important? So the market ran up to that place and it was rejected. I like to say summarily rejected back down a little bit, not too much. But then they've broken out above that place. What does that tell you? That tells you that if they come back to that place, which is a former or most recent breakout area, they're likely to find support at that place. Not every time, not 100% of the time. However, that's the way the market works the large majority of the time. So we put a line on. The exact number is 411.92. That's this high here in this candle. All right? Remember that 120-minute chart? We use the same 411.92, and it coincides with what? The 20-period moving average. They're above all the moving averages. There is some market symmetry. That's something I discuss in the course, Lazy E-Mini Trader. Symmetry between the high here, this down candle, this little wedge going on, and if they have another down move, that will signify market symmetry. And market symmetry is really a visual thing. It's a measurement thing. It's a guideline type of thing, but look at this, coinciding with that breakout area, 412, a little bit below 412, and that 20-period moving average. That'll be slightly higher tomorrow, maybe a little bit above that line. However, you see the point I'm trying to make. This is how it all comes together. These are the things that we discuss all morning long in the live trading room. Here's an hourly chart with the same 411.92, and look what you have. If they were to come down, you have the same routine as before, not necessarily in terms of the moving averages, but you have an hourly chart at least, break up candle low in that vicinity, 411.54. So 412 to 411.50 would be a zone we would expect the market to, A, find a bull bear battle in that area for a multitude of reasons, reading the tape, hashtag. What about inside the numbers? Speaking of the live room and inside the numbers, let's see what happened today. And we'll give you the net net. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. They never got to some of the upside stuff over 411.85 or 414.85, pardon me, for 16.65 to another higher number that created a zone. They never got up there today. This was a just in case at zero dark 30. 
Remember the 420, just in case. You never know what's going to happen around the open after the open, so you have to be prepared. Remember 412? There you have it. If she gets below 414, 413.94, that was the prior day's close. That was Monday's close. That would open the door for some lower stuff. They never got down there. They didn't do the higher stuff. They didn't do all the lower stuff. It was one of those days where, frankly, we didn't have the greatest trades in the trading room today. However, there were plenty of traders that made money, and you'll see later with the numbers. However, there were some traders that took some other risks that didn't pay off. It, you can't win on every single trade, but what we do do in the room is we talk through the nuances, we manage through the trades, we have other numbers. Traders were down today, they finished with a gain. Down today, they finished flat. Some traders only had a gain today. They didn't take the early trade that was the higher risk opportunity. We'll talk about it in a moment. But you have to take something away from every day in the market, whether you win or lose. You have to have the full and complete understanding you're not going to win every trade. Sometimes it's one of those days. Wasn't a bad day. Wasn't a terrible day. Just wasn't an easy day. Wasn't a hit the number, take off, we have great trades, see you later, bye. Wasn't one of those days. It required work to work out of a specific trade by knowing the other numbers that were underneath when the market continued to go a little lower early in the morning. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. A spike of 414, we had higher stuff here, which we didn't really need because they never got to the higher stuff that would have constituted a potential short trade. Now look at this one here, a spike of 414, that brings you to 412.50. They never got to 412.50. So it was kind of one of those days where they really didn't hit the numbers as they normally do. So maybe, just maybe, I didn't have it today. That's completely possible. We talked about this in the live room too. There's a lot of learning going on. Some days, you have to be honest with yourself when you're trading intraday. You may just not have it today. It may not happen today. You have to have the ability to pack it up and walk away when the market's not doing what you think it's doing, what it should be doing, what it's doing is not working for you. That's one of those days that's going to happen. Mama said there would be days like this, and you have to learn to walk away. It wasn't a walk-away day. I'm just saying sometimes you're going to have to learn to walk away. Let's see what else we have. So for an aggressive trader who's willing to short the spike of, or before the spike of, we had an area, we had a zone. They never got there. Okay, fair enough. So what else we have as the day starts to get underway? 4.14.85 is the pivot. That never really held. Staying above would have been the bull case. Getting below is the bear case, at least for the gap, give or take. Now we had plenty of traders that... We're not buying 414.85. Some did, many did not. They waited at least for the gap, and then we had a number under the gap. What was that number? That number you'll see in a moment under the gap was 413.50.1006. That's important if they don't bounce the tape before. So let's take a look. 413.50, the gap was at 414. Let's see what we got. It's a mush kind of day. Five minute chart right at the vertical. Today's activity. And you can see they never really got too far in one direction or another around yesterday's close and around 413.50, they got down to around 413, a spike of it. A relatively narrow ranging day when you look at the big picture, they never really got too far. They were never really wild. They just went back and forth the majority of the day. You can see the range from here to here 
was pretty tight when you look at this. That's not a big range. It's a tradable range, but it's not a big range nonetheless. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. What you'll see here is pretty much all day long, 413.50. Above is the bull case, below is not. Now you focus back on the chart, below is not, above is. Above 413.50, they try and rally. Below, they don't. Another test, shakeout, operation into the afternoon part of the day. Finished right above yesterday's close. Really a nothing burger kind of day. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. They were floating them higher in the pre-market. A lot of stocks were floating up. There wasn't a lot of stuff moving, for example, into a support area at the opening bell. These are the trades that we like to have from a stocks on the move perspective in an uptrend in a bullish tape, which we have at present. We're looking for stocks that are pulling back into resistance. We want to trade with the trend. The trend is your friend until it's not. Neither of these hit their numbers, however. And the traders in the room heard me get rather pissed off today when this happened because I was locked and loaded. The low in Goldman Sachs was 326.13. My number was 326.07. Watch this. This includes the pre-market activity. That number on the board, not that it matters, but it was put on the board before they did this. The low was 326.06. They bounced away. I knew that was the number then and there. Low here, 326.10. Low one more time here, 326.13. And that was it. They just didn't give me and anybody else the number. And then they were up eight bucks inside of an hour. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, not much. It was a down day, but 76 cents or less than one half of 1%. Can't make a federal case out of that. They just haven't gone up yet, but they're not falling apart. They're still in the same place they were yesterday, the day before, the day before that, the day before that, the day before that. That's really what's going on. They're eating time off the clock. Look at the big picture. There's no material change on the chart. Some of the regional banks got hit today. The KRE was down, and therefore some of the regional banks are inside the IWM. So that's part of the explanation for why the IWM was down today, but the S&P was flat, so this is down 76 cents. It's not a big deal. Put it in perspective. What about the folks down at the transportation department? So they ran a test of the 50-period moving average on the daily chart and pulled away. No big deal one way or the other. They're down 10 bucks on the day, 0.0 tenths of 1%, 7 basis points. Again, no federal case needed. In perspective, it's a nothing burger day. What happened with the Qs? Again, nothing burger day. They tested the highs. You have a red candle. They finished down 12 cents or whatever it was by the close. What difference does it make? It's not a big deal. We call this a flat day. That's it. Don't read into it any more than that. Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend. They're testing the highs. They haven't got through yet. That's it. That's the read. About the financials, the XLF, up two cents. Again, nothing burger day. Up more or higher than yesterday's close. It was a little bit more than that on close today. The actual official close was 33.36. They're trading down a few pennies in the aftermarket. But either way, it's a nothing burger day, but it's not a negative day. They don't have to rally every day, but if they're not falling apart, that doesn't mean the market's bearish. They're heading for the convergence of these moving averages, period, 
full stop. Can't tell you when they'll get there, can't tell you how they'll get there, but that's where they're heading. Anything going on with the semis slash smash mouth? No. It was up 85 cents. The Qs were down a few pennies. Again, nothing burger day. Don't read into it. Weekly chart above that 100-week moving average, and there's nothing wrong with the semis. That's it. Period. Full stop. Remember, this is options expiration week where weird stuff happens. Tomorrow is known by a few terms in the trading parlance. Weird Wally Wednesday. Whipsaw Wednesday. The market will go up. The market will go down. It'll do it a couple of three times. That's just the way it is. Not every Wednesday of options expiration week, but it does happen. Again, I didn't invent it. You just watch it. Go back to Wednesdays of options expiration and see the volatility picks up from Monday and Tuesday, generally speaking. Why is that? Who knows? We have a tinfoil hat event culminating towards the end of this week. If markets trade up into those events, they can cause a turn in the tape. If they trade down into those events, they can cause a turn in the tape. What happens if the market trades down for the next two or three days? Let's just say it trades down Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. What are the expectations from there? Well, number one, you could say, well, maybe they turned early. Maybe. The other thing you could say is maybe they're going to reverse next week. And you can say that, and you just don't necessarily know for sure. These are awareness things. The market trades up to 420, 422, something like that. By Friday, it's probably a turn down in the other direction. Somewhere here, if it's still hanging around by Friday and it hasn't really trended up or down all week, well, that's not the same situation. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.